we can declare that today because we know who we are. Would you pray with me? God, we love you. We worship you. God, we thank you so much for this moment right now that we are here. God, that you've placed us here for a reason, to hear from you. And God, we thank you for your word that will bring truth and life to our hearts. God, that we can receive all that you have for us today. God, that we could receive who you say that we are so that we could begin to see ourselves as you see us. God, that that we would live in that confidence of who we are. God, that you would pour over us in this time. We invite your Holy Spirit here right now, and we just thank you. God, just for the ability to gather and worship you, God, we thank you for that. And we give you all the praise today. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Well, you can have a seat this morning. We are so glad that you are here. It is an awesome day today. Really awesome, especially for me and for our family, because we are celebrating Pastor Aaron's birthday today. Yes. We are so excited to celebrate him. He is an incredible husband, amazing father. Our boys absolutely adore him. I'm so thankful and blessed that I get to do life with him. We get to lead together, and he is so worth celebrating. So if you see him today, give him a high five. Give him a hug. Tell him happy birthday. Um, he, we, yeah, we love it. We love to celebrate him. Um, so, so exciting for us today. So we are continuing in our series, Chasing, Chasing Blank. And so the question is, what are you chasing? And so last week, Pastor Aaron gave us a powerful message about chasing perfection. And today, we are going to dive into chasing approval, approval. And so when we want approval, we are basically wanting other people to like us. We're, we're thinking about this all the time, and we're saying, will you, just, will you just approve of me? Will you like me? Will, will you just be, be happy to be around me? And we just say all these things to ourselves when we want that approval from other people. And so how many of you today would say that you might care too much what other people think? Raise your hand if that's you. Hands up all over the place. Yes, absolutely. And if you're raising your hand so that you don't hurt my feelings, that's an indicator that you have a problem. That's your sign today, all right? So we're chasing approval. We don't want to hurt someone's feelings. We want them to like us. Oh, I want Pastor Nicole to see me raise my hand, right? That means you have a problem. And we're going to talk about it today. There was a quote by someone named Harriet Breaker, and she basically calls this need for approval and seeking approval the disease to please. And she actually related it to a form of addiction because she said, just as drug addicts seek drugs, people pleasers seek approval. We seek it. We long for it. We have to have it. The thing is that there are three problems that people pleasers battle. There's three problems. And one of those is that we obsess about what others think. Maybe you have found yourself in this place. We just constantly are thinking what other people are thinking about us. And we might 
get a new outfit and we might be thinking, oh, well, this person, this person's really going to like that outfit or I hope they say something about it or they hope, I hope they say how much, I, how good I look today or whatever and we start just obsessing about it or maybe you have someone over and, and you're hanging out and you made this music playlist for your hangout time and you're like, I hope they like my music. I mean, I hope, I hope they enjoy it. I hope they don't think I'm weird because of my music selection. I mean, if you come over to my house, you might hear some reggae or some 80s rock. So <laughs> hopefully you'll like that because that's what you're going to hear, right? So maybe you obsess about that. What are people going to think? Maybe you do something new with your hair and you're hoping that people are noticing and saying things and, oh, will they still like me even if I do this with my hair or this or I hope they like it and you just can't stop thinking about it. And a lot of times we're the most vulnerable after we do something that was really hard for us. And then we go and we look at the people around us and we're just waiting and wanting to hear their approval. Did I do okay? Did I do okay? Did I do okay? It's almost like a, being a, like a little puppy, you know? Oh, what do they think? What do they think? And we're just longing for that. And we're chasing after that approval. Another problem is that we're often overly sensitive to criticism. So maybe at work, you're meeting with your supervisor and they go over all the, the great things that are happening and you're doing such a good job at this and this and this. And then there's just one thing that they bring up that they need you to work on. And immediately, you're like, they hate me. They're going to fire me. They don't think I'm doing a good job. I need to look for a different job. They just don't appreciate me. And it's just one thing out of all these good things. Maybe you post something online that gets a hundred nice comments and people are celebrating it or celebrating you and then there's one negative one and the only one that you remember is the negative one and you grab onto it and you obsess about it and, and it bothers you. Maybe you've experienced this as well where you have a hard time saying no. People pleasers can have a hard time saying no. We want to avoid conflict at all costs. We don't want to hurt someone's feelings. We sometimes even want to help others so much, and we do it out of obligation and overextend ourselves just because we can't say no. Maybe we go to the party that someone's having, even though we don't want to go, even though we don't really like them, we still go because of what they're going to think about us and we can't say no. Or maybe you go out with that guy that you don't even like because you don't want to tell him no. Maybe you have found yourself experiencing some of these things. It tells us in the book of Proverbs, chapter 29, verse 25, says, Fear of man will prove to be a snare, but whoever trusts in the Lord is kept safe. And so there's good news. Whoever trusts in the Lord is kept safe. That's where I want to be. That's, that's exactly where I want to be. But if you're anything like me, you might struggle with people pleasing and wanting other people to approve of you. 
I have done this a number of different times in my life, and one of those, sometimes when you're seeking that approval so much from someone else, sometimes you do some crazy things, right? It can lead you to do some crazy things. So for me, I know five years ago, I think it was five years ago, we, my husband and I took a trip to Hawaii for our 20th anniversary. We planned this big trip. We went to the big island of Hawaii, and we explored all over and, and hiked and drove and went to all these different beaches and places. And one of the things that you can do in Hawaii is jump off these beautiful cliffs. And so I'm married to an adventure seeker, and so I am not an adventure seeker. Number two, I'm also afraid of heights. But I love my husband, and I absolutely love when he approves of me, and he's like, whoa, that was so awesome. I can't believe you did that. And like, I get all this attention for doing something that he thinks is so awesome. So what do I end up doing? I end up jumping off a cliff in Hawaii. So I get his approval, right? Afraid of heights and not an adventure seeker. I was so afraid that I actually had to do a three, two, one countdown two times because I didn't jump the first time. And I have proof of this, y'all. Here is the video to show you. Watch out for the shark. I left that part on there. I wanted to make sure you heard that. Watch out for the sharks. Okay, yeah. All right, so yeah, I had to do my one, two, three countdown two times because I was so scared, but I so wanted his approval of doing that, and, and that wasn't the safest thing for me to do, but I did it, right? Sometimes we land in that, that place where we're doing something maybe we shouldn't really be doing because we're seeking the approval of somebody else. I don't know about you, but I've done that. I can be so easily over-concerned with what people are thinking about me. But fearing people is a trap. We're going to get trapped in it. The Bible calls it a snare. Literally is a chokehold on us. And I truly believe that this is not just a relational problem. It is a spiritual one. Because becoming obsessed with what people think about you is the fastest way to forget about what God thinks about you. It's the fastest way to forget. We're too obsessed with what other people are thinking about us that we aren't even dwelling and focusing on what God is thinking about us. Totally flips things upside down for us. And this is why we have to have a different goal. And so instead of living for the approval of people, which, by the way, is impossible to attain, it's impossible we then want to live for God and God alone, for his purposes, 
for his glory. That's what we want to live for. It tells us about this, and the Apostle Paul in Scripture declares this boldly in the book of Galatians chapter 1 and verse 10. He says, obviously, I'm not trying to win the approval of people, but of God. If pleasing people were my goal, I would not be Christ's servant. I love that word. He says, obviously, this should be so apparent to you. You should just see that this is the case. I shouldn't have to tell you. This should be so obvious. And he was basically sharing that because he was living this out. He was preaching and teaching all over the place. And man, he was making people mad. People were upset with what he was saying. He was getting physically hurt for the things he was preaching and teaching. And he was not trying to win approval of people. He's, he was saying, no, I'm Christ's servant. I'm not going for the approval of people. It should be obvious. And this is not how we should be living. That's what he's sharing with us there. And so let's get real about this for a minute because it can be really easy for us to talk about living for God. Well, you know, I'm, I'm going to serve him. I'm going to serve Jesus. I'm going to follow him with all that I have. And I don't care what anyone else thinks. We can say that, but when it comes down to it, we are looking and seeking for the approval of other people more than that. That's what that looks like. We are drawn to care about what other people think. And so we're going to call it what it is today. Just as I shared at the beginning of the message, it is the disease to please. And we're going to look at two facts in regards to that disease to please. And the first one is that pleasing people is a form of idolatry. It's a form of idolatry. This is more of a spiritual problem than a relational one. Because we are putting people ahead of God. We're putting their opinions, their thoughts, and the approval we're seeking from them ahead of God. And that is idolatry. One of the Ten Commandments tell us, do not have any other God before me. And we're putting people in that place. And that's idolatry. And so People-pleasing is us going to people to get the approval we're longing for. And when we find ourselves chasing after the approval of people more than we're chasing after the approval of God, that's when it becomes idolatry at that very moment. And so trying to get the approval from others, we're actually asking other people to meet a need that they cannot meet. They cannot even meet that need. Jesus shares some truth very clearly with us about this in the book of John. So Jesus was in the middle of his ministry. He had been ministering on the earth for a while. He had been traveling around with the disciples, doing miracles. Incredible things were happening. The Jewish religious leaders were watching him and just basically following him around as well, trying to catch him, 
doing something he shouldn't, so the religious leaders were always around where he was. And so both the disciples and the Jewish religious leaders were eyewitnesses to everything that was going on, to all of the miracles that were happening. And so both of those groups of people saw the lame get up and walk. They saw the blind begin to see. They saw healings in people's bodies. They saw hands restored and limbs restored and demon-possessed people freed. They both were eyewitnesses to all of those things happening. And yet, the Jewish religious leaders still would not believe that Jesus was the Son of God after seeing all of that. And so Jesus is describing their idolatry in the book of John, chapter 12, starting in verse 42. He said, but because of the Pharisees, they would not openly acknowledge their faith for fear they would be put out of the synagogue, for they loved human praise more than praise from God. They loved the approval of people more than living for God. They wanted and needed the praise of people more than they wanted the praise from God himself. That is idolatry. And the thing about idolatry is that it doesn't always start with the big things. It starts with the small things seemingly innocent little things that we do to please someone around us. Have you ever been there? I know I have. I, many times in my life, I chose to do things just based on what I thought other people would like, and a lot of times I would, would do my hair a certain way because I knew my friends would really like it, and I would be really cool with them, right? And I know when I was growing up in high school, Man, it was so cool to have those, um, those moccasin boat shoes. I don't know if you remember them. Some of you maybe who are older remember them. So they're like these leather, brown leather shoes, and they have this just slick, flat bottom. There was no traction on the bottom at all. It was like this moccasin-type shoe. And when you walked on them on concrete floor like this, like you literally could slide halfway across the floor. It was like you were on ice skates. I don't even know why it was even safe to wear them. But I had to have them because I knew all my friends would be like, oh, look at those shoes, right? So I know many times in my life I did things for the approval of other people. And it starts with some of the small things. Maybe for you, maybe you laughed at, at a joke that you shouldn't have because you wanted that person to like you. Maybe you compromised your values on a business trip to impress your, your workmates. Maybe you lied to save face. Maybe you let someone's opinion of you stop you from doing something you know you should have. Maybe you chose to hide your faith or not share your faith because you didn't want to offend someone or you didn't want them to think you were weird. Maybe you bought a certain car so that other peoples would think you were so cool. It starts with some of the little things. And it's a hard truth for us to take in, but people pleasing is a form of idolatry. The second thing we're going to look at today is the good news. There is good news, and it is that the approval of God sets us free 
from the disease to please. That's the good news. I love the way the Apostle Paul said it in the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 2, starting in verse 4. He said, on the contrary, we speak as those approved by God to be entrusted with the gospel. We're not trying to please people, but God who tests our hearts. We were not looking for the praise from people, not from you or anyone else. And so think about how freeing that is. That is so freeing. We can't please people no matter how hard we try. So why are we trying so hard? We can never do it. We will never please people because you're going to please one group and then another group is going to be disappointed or you're going to finally get it right with one person and then they're going to change their mind. It will never work. We cannot please people. But I'm so thankful that we serve a God who's the same yesterday, today, and forever, and he won't change. He doesn't change his mind about us. He doesn't change the way he feels about us. Other people will, but he doesn't. He loves us, and nothing we can do can separate us from that love or change his mind about us. And so I'm thankful that I serve him, and I can see myself how he sees me. Because other people will change their mind. They will put conditions on if they like you. But God doesn't. And so we're going to stop chasing the wrong thing, the approval of other people. We cannot please everyone, but we can please God. And I'm hoping and praying that you will allow this life-changing concept to come in and touch you and change your heart. I know for me, it, it has been a huge struggle in my life. Man, craving and seeking approval from other people. And I started picking up on this when I was really young. It actually started becoming ingrained in me from, from the time I was young. I was just, I was very perceptive when I was young, I would watch everything and see how people would respond. And I was just taking all of that in. And I would kind of see their res people's responses to the different things I did. And because I absolutely did not want that feeling of rejection or disapproval, man, those two things combined together really started forming and shaping me to do the things to seek other people's approval. Because I only wanted the approval. I didn't want the rejection. I didn't want the disapproval. And some of you may have experienced that in your life. But I kept allowing that to shape me and form me. And I let that then affect me and how I made decisions about things and what I would do. And it was all for the approval of people. And so I kept doing that with everyone in my life, everyone around me. And so what happened when I did this was slowly over time, I became less and less of me and more and more of what other people thought I should be. Have you done that? And so by living for the approval of people, I was losing my identity 
I was letting other people determine who I was becoming. Other people became my idol. And so I want to speak to our young adults and our youth students in the room this morning. I believe a lot of you are in this exact same place right now. I believe that you are seeing what is getting approval around you and you are seeking that out. And you're watching and you're seeing and you're saying, well, well, people are really approving of that and so I, I'm just gonna become that because they're really approving of that and so I just need to be like that instead of who I really am. And you're changing who you are based on the approval that you're seeing around you. And some of you, you students, you're looking to your peers and you're seeing what they're approving of. And they're approving of vaping and smoking pot and drinking and having sex. And so you're saying, well, I guess I better do all of those things so that I can get that approval from my peers that I'm longing for. And in the middle of it, you are struggling and you are losing yourself and you are losing your identity. You're looking to others to figure out who you are when you should be looking to God and your identity in Him. And so what I want you to receive today is that if you are in Christ, God approves of you proves of you just as you are and he doesn't just love you he accepts you he likes you he absolutely adores you because your worth is not based on what people think about you it's based on what God thinks about you and so how do you find out what God thinks about you you go into his word you look to his truth you look to his words to find out what he thinks about you and where your approval should be found. And it should be found in his word. Because let me tell you, there are things that he says about you and he thinks about you that will change your life. And what his word says about you is that you are a new creation in Christ and you're forgiven and your sins are washed away. You're more than a conqueror in Christ. You're God's masterpiece. You're the light of this world. You're filled with the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead. You're a joint heir with Christ. You're Christ's ambassador. You are the righteousness of God in Christ and you're greatly loved by him. Those are his words about you. That's his truth. That's where your approval comes from. That's where our approval comes from. We've got to embrace that. We've got to hold on to it. That is the approval that we are seeking. It's coming from God and God alone. It's coming from his words. And so when you take that in, when you receive his approval for you, instead of looking to other people, you are able to say, because I am his, I am not going to obsess about what other people think. Because I'm crucified with Christ, they're not going to hurt my feelings. Because I belong to Christ, I'm not going to fear conflict. And because I am accepted by God, I'm going to say yes to what God wants me to do and no to the rest. 
And because I'm accepted, no one's going to be able to steal my joy, and no one can talk me out of my purpose, and no one can take me away from doing God's will. That's what we can say. That's what we can say when we receive his approval of us. It will change our lives. So today we can choose to stop looking at what man thinks about us. And we can look at what, who God thinks we are. Because at the end of the day, God looks at our heart. He is after our heart. And that's what he's looking at. There was a man in scripture who was tasked at choosing the king of Israel that was to follow King Saul. And this man's name was Samuel, and and God chose him, and he said, Samuel, I want you to go and choose the next king. I will direct you and show you. And he gave him the instructions that it was one of the sons of Jesse. And so Jesse had a bunch of sons. He had a ton of them. And so Samuel goes to the house of Jesse and and talks to Jesse and says, hey, God has called me to choose one of your sons to be the next king. Can you bring all of your sons out? And so Jesse brings all of his sons out, lines them up, uh, and Samuel begins looking at each one and, you know, nope, not this one, nope, not this one, nope, not this one. And then finally Samuel gets to one of the sons and his name is Eliab. And Samuel looks at him and he's like, whoa, this is the guy. This is him. I bet God, God's wanting this one. Simply by his appearance, by the way he looked, by his stature. And God quickly says to Samuel, nope, nope, that is not the one. And, and he, he corrects Samuel and he says, listen, Samuel, you, you're looking at the wrong thing. You are not seeing what I'm seeing. And he says this to Samuel in 1 Samuel chapter 16 and verse 7. He says, For the Lord does not see as man sees. For man looks at the outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. And so some of us, we've been looking at the wrong things and the wrong places to get our approval. And a lot of times in our, our minds, the things we're looking at for approval is based on our looks, based on how successful we are, based on how much money we make, based on the people around us who we're connected with, all of those things. Those are the things that we're looking to to find approval. And did you notice it's all outward things? It's all based on outward things. And God's going, I don't even care about any of that. The one thing I care about is your heart. That's what I'm looking at. And that's all I need you to bring me. I need you to bring me your heart. I need, to give, I need you to give me your heart fully and surrender it to me. And, and continue to let me do a deep work in your heart. That's what God is looking for. And so today, I believe some of us, 
We need to bring our heart before him. And some of us, we need to flip our concept of approval and where we've been looking for it and how we feel we should be getting approval. We've got to flip that around to where we're no longer seeking it from man and from outwardly things, but we're only seeking it from God and who he says we are and his truth. And so would you stand to me, to, with me today as we close? If some of you need to take a moment with the Lord today, our prayer team will be up here for you. You can come and pray with someone if you need to do that. We are going to take a moment and we are going to pray right now. We are going to seek the Lord and ask him to do a deep work in our hearts so that we look for our approval from him. So God, we come before you right now and we seek you in this place. God, there is no one like you. And Father, we have gotten stuck in looking to the people around us, God, to find our approval. We've been looking at the culture, the world around us, and what people are saying to shape who we are and putting our identity in the wrong things, Lord. And so, God, today we come before you right now and we repent. God, we repent of seeking approval from the wrong places. God, we repent of idolatry today, putting people before you. So, God, we repent. Wash us. Cleanse us right now. God, make us new again. And, God, I pray that we would be able to flip that around so that we aren't looking to people but we are looking to you for all that we need for who we are and for our approval that it can only come from you god we choose that today we lay aside the idols we've put in our life we lay them down at your cross and at your feet and at the altar and we say we want to seek you with our whole heart so god we bring our hearts to you right now and god we seek you with all that we have God, we are who you say we are, and we receive that from you today. In Jesus' name, amen.